What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Stop Shop. Uh, this is not the way that I wanted to start the episode off, but our season is over. The Knicks lost. Uh, and down the stretch in the fourth quarter, they just started making every single shot. Went up big, and the Knicks couldn't get back into the game. They tried late. They cut it to, like, an 11-point game, but then they went back up. They won 103-89. to And this was one of the best seasons that the Knicks have had in eight years. One of the best teams that I've been alive for in regard to just how the Knicks are always underestimated and no one wants to believe in them. And then getting young players like Manuel Quickly and a veteran leader like Derrick Rose, who was one of the best influences on the young players on the team, like Obi Toppin, who's going to develop into a great player, hopefully. And, yeah, the Knicks just couldn't get the job done. It made me feel fucking horrible as a lifelong sports fan when your team loses in the playoffs. It never feels good, but when the Knicks lose in the playoffs, it fucking sucks. Julius just couldn't get the job done, man. He couldn't make any shots. The Knicks were really not hitting anything in this series. Last night, RJ Barrett 5 for 14. Julius was 8 for 21. And that was the story of this fucking series. The Hawks really just got the better of us. And they had the deeper roster. They had guys come off of the bench for the better part of the series that contributed. Like Danilo Gallinari, the former Nick. Kevin Herter, who was a great three-point shooter. And he was virtually hitting most of the shots in this series and definitely hurt the Knicks a lot. And then there are the starters on the Hawks. Bogdanovich, he went cold the last couple games of this series after he was shooting a lot of threes in the first two games. I thought he was going to be a problem, and then he started shooting like shit, so... And then the Knicks really couldn't stop Clint Capella on the inside. He was just able to get to the rim on pretty much any attempt that he made. So And then there's the new villain that New York fans will hate for the rest of his career, and it sucks for him because he's just getting started. Trey fucking Young. God damn you. 
This kid is a fucking killer, man. I was a huge fan of Trey Young. I will still be a fan of him, but I'm just being fucking petty. But last night he was three for eleven from three point range. He wasn't really shooting that great, but he made some crazy shots. One virtually from mid court. He's an insane scorer. He's gonna be around for a long time. I have respect for him. But he fucking killed us in this series and he was acting kind of like an asshole. So thirty six points on us, nine assists, four rebounds, two steals. And now moving forward. The Knicks will hopefully be able to add some new players in free agency and potential trades. But, you know, they definitely need those superstar players to come to New York and see that Tom Thibodeau is trying to create the culture that they need to be successful. And obviously, we just got bounced in the first round. And this was a year that no one expected us to be in this position. So, the Knicks are definitely on the rise. Hopefully, next year, Julius will be able to figure some stuff out in the playoffs and put in some work in the offseason. And I think everybody needs to put in some work, R.J. Barrett especially. He could definitely be a great player. Unsung hero, Tosh Gibson. He's a scrappy player. He's been around forever. He has been one of the leaders of this team, getting offensive rebounds all season. He's 35 years old. Definitely one of the veterans of the NBA. He's been around for a long time, definitely outlasted a lot of people in this league. So the Knicks are lucky to have a guy like him. And he's from Brooklyn, so probably means a lot to him to be on the Knicks at this point in his career. And Nerlens Noel definitely played great defense, and we definitely missed Mitchell Robinson. We missed Mitch. If he was there, he probably could have been able to block Clint Capella and... I don't know. The Knicks weren't playing great defense. They kind of just let them score on them, and they weren't defending the three-point shot well at all, and they left them open a lot, and they drew them off of each other many times to create the open shot for them for the three, and that killed us when they made a lot of threes. And Nate McMillan, their coach, he's definitely a good coach. And he was given the chance with Atlanta, and he just beat the Knicks. So I think that's enough of me talking about that. But moving on.
I hope that the Knicks can build off of this and come back stronger next year. The Knicks fans looked insane last night. They were on their feet until the end of the game, even though that we were losing. And they knew it. And it sucked to see. But the Knicks fans are loyal. Some of the best fans in the world. And it would mean the world to win an NBA championship. Like, don't get me wrong. But, like, just for the Knicks to be in the playoffs, it was the first time in nearly a decade that they were even relevant. Like, since we had Carmelo Anthony and Amari Stoudemire and Chauncey Billups and J.R. Smith, those were the days. And then just the energy of New York City, it seemed like the Knicks were taking over once again. And they were taking over the NBA media for, like, a long time of this season. They definitely captured the attention of a lot of people. And it sucked to see, but yeah, that's sports. Moving on, more NBA action happened last night. Dallas Mavericks won by five against the Clippers. They're up 3-2 in that series. Luka Doncic, 42 points. 14 assists, 8 rebounds. Tim Hardaway Jr., 20 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. Porzingis, 8 points. For the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, 20 points, 5 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. Paul George, 23 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Philly won their series against the Wizards last night, 129-112. to They really just dominated that series, and Joel Embiid is now out with a meniscus tear. So they're going to be facing the Hawks in the next round. But last night, the Sixers and Seth Curry with 30 points leading the way. He was the only Curry that actually made it to the playoffs this year. (laughs) Unfortunate for Steph. Ben Simmons, 19 points, 11 assists, 10 rebounds, 1 steal, and 2 blocks. Tobias Harris, 28 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals, and a block. For the Wizards, Russell Westbrook, 24 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds in his last game of the season. Bradley Beal, 32 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists in his last game of the season. And the Wizards, 
are definitely a team that could be a title contender also in the Eastern Conference. They have the superstars in Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook, and they just couldn't get it done against the better team in the Sixers. They obviously had Matisse Thibel playing solid defense, and they just couldn't get it done. Maybe next year. Utah won their series against John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies, one twenty-six to one ten. They won four to one in that series. John Morant twenty-seven points last night, eleven assists, seven rebounds in his final game this year. Donovan Mitchell. 30 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds, 1 steal in 29 minutes. Obviously coming back from his injuries, still getting limited playing time. Rudy Gobert, 23 points, 15 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 blocks. The other Bogdanovich, 17 points, 3 for 6 from 3. He had a better night shooting than his brother. <laughs> Eight rebounds, four assists. Yeah, so the NBA playoffs have been great, obviously, besides the Knicks losing. The Nets are moving on to the next round. And tonight we got... Denver against Portland. Denver's up 3-2 in the series. This is game six. Definitely rooting for the Nuggets. And Jokic, obviously without Jamal Murray, they were definitely counted out because of losing one of the better young scorers in the NBA. And, yeah, at 10.30 tonight, we got the Phoenix Suns against the Lakers. The Suns are up 3-2, and LeBron could potentially be bounced for the first time in the playoffs in the first round. He's never lost the first round series ever in his career, and that's an impressive stat. But can Devin Booker and Chris Paul figure it out tonight? Potentially. And the Brooklyn Nets are now going to the second round of the playoffs, obviously, after dismantling the Celtics. They're going to be facing Giannis in the second round. That's going to be a crazy series. Maybe I'll actually go to one of these games because now I can't go to a Knicks game this year. I missed my opportunity. So after all this fucking vaccine certification bullshit to get into the fucking stadium is over and I get the second vaccine, maybe I can go to a Knicks game. And see Katie and James Harden and Kyrie. But no one really cares about Kyrie. Kyrie is just the fucking... All about himself type motherfucker. He just, his head's not in it. And like, 
he's frustrating. <laughs> Definitely. To switch it up, this weekend we got UFC. It's another fight night. I've already talked about this probably fucking three times. Charzino Rosenstrike against Augusto Sakai in the main event. That's all I'm going to say. Then next week, we got Israel out of signing for his Martha Vittoria at UFC 263. This is definitely a fight card you do not want to miss. Co main event Davidson Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno for the men's flyweight championship in a rematch after they went to a draw last year. And then we got an anticipated matchup the return of Nate Diaz against Leon Edwards in a welterweight matchup. And many more insane fights at UFC 263. June 12th. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of great fights coming up soon. We got Dan Ige facing the Korean Zombie. Dan Ige is a knockout artist, and the Korean Zombie is one of the veterans of the UFC who definitely needs a win. So that's going to be a fight night, I believe, June 19th. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. Today for Supreme, they got a pretty crazy week. They're releasing this chair that's like $2,100. It's like from Switzerland or some shit. And, like, it's just like an all-over Supreme print. It's like a red chair. If you got that guap, I guess you're sitting in that thing. But, yeah, definitely not going for that. Uh, They have a collaboration with Mitchell Ness today that they showed in the lookbook. And it's like a skyline view of New York City on a pair of shorts and a basketball jersey and a bunch of other colors. And then they're releasing some skateboards and shit like that. It's just a big week if you want to resell Supreme. But that's pretty much it. The Islanders play the Bruins tonight. And... That's been a crazy series. Tied 1-1. And the hockey playoffs are definitely insane. Last night I was watching the Canadians game and some guy basically got turned inside out and like put it on his neck and had to be taken off in a stretcher. Hockey is definitely one of those high-intensity sports that can lead to some life-threatening injuries, but the guy looked like he was going to be okay, hopefully. 
But the Islanders are back at the Coliseum tonight at 7.30 on NBC Sports Network against the Bruins. This series is tied. It would mean the world to a lot of Long Islanders for the Islanders to win. Obviously, I'm a Rangers fan, but like, I grew up going to Islander games because I live fairly close to where they play. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, peace out. This has been episode of One Stop Shop.